0: Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic. And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
2: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
0: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game.
3: You have 47 new voicemails.
0: Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order, additional terms apply.
2: Welcome to another episode of Five Out. When you say Five Out, what do you mean by that? I know in the title it says that Matt and I got into a fight. I can't remember the last time I was this upset at him. And when you hear the reason, you're probably going to be scratching your head. We talked about Gordon Hayward too because there was an article recently written that we wanted to touch on and kind of dig into a little bit. But of course, we're talking about the last dance and all these different things that have popped up from it. And it turns out that uh Matt doesn't so Matt doesn't like Nick Wright. I think Jay Williams might be my Nick Wright. We'll get into that more. If you haven't already, you can leave a rating review on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, wherever you listen to the show. We're also on radio.com, wei.com, and you can also find us on Twitter and Instagram at 5outpod. And let's get
3: it going. Look, I'm just trying to be alright
2: with
3: it, yeah, I'm just trying to be alright with it, yeah, I'm just trying to see the light in it, I think we should take a ride with it. I'm just gonna spend the night with it. Yeah. I just want to be alright with it. Yeah.
2: We haven't had much Celtic stuff to talk about since the uh, league went high I went on hiatus. So when I saw that Jay King and Hollinger had written something for the Athletic about uh, Gordon Hayward and his future with the Celtics that we got, we absolutely have to start with this today because we're as much as we're an NBA podcast, we're Celtics first and just everything's been bulls lately too, which I know you've been all happy about and whatnot. Um I enjoy that's gonna- it, yeah, I enjoy it. We we don't get talking like when it comes to current basketball, so we have
4: to relive the glory days and the It's
1: yeah. it's a
4: dark history in the last twenty years. So we gotta go back before the millennium happened.
2: It has been that's for damn sure. And, and and guys, just so you know, to everybody listening, Matt will be on a little bit later on in the show. He had a, apparently an emergency market basket run that he had to make, so he'll be, you'll hear his voice like midway <laughs> through the show. Um, but when it came to this Hollinger, this Jay King and, and Hollinger piece, John Hollinger piece, excuse me, uh, they were talking about Hayward's future with the Celtics. What does that look like? Uh, will he stay with the team? Will he opt back in for the thirty-four million? Will he? opt out, go somewhere else, or will he opt out and then re-sign with the team? Re-signing with the team would be the best thing for the Celtics, and for Hayward in some ways it might be too, because as much as he'll lose some money would that in signing a deal like that with the Celtics, he'll get some more security. But then I was surprised when I saw in this tie, and I think it was Hollinger that included this little fact, the Heat might be a team that try and bring him away from the Celtics. How do you like that fit? It's a
4: good fit for them, but I, I don't think – I mean, Hollinger pointed out it can't be the number one option. The crown jewel of, what, next summer's class is Jonathan Antetokounmpo. Mm-hmm. Milwaukee is probably going to do everything they can to keep him, throw every cent they have, try and build a roster around him, probably try and flip him some money under the table, whatever. But Milwaukee is going to do everything they can. Miami probably can't offer the, in terms of the money that Milwaukee can, but in terms of a chance to win – with Pat Riley on South Beach with the Miami Heat, that team is ready to win if you add Giannis on there. And um, I think if you're the Heat, you don't go to Hayward unless you know
2: Giannis is out. Well, and, uh, okay. I, think, I, I agree with you. Yeah, if you can get Giannis on any team, you want to get Giannis. But do you really think it, like Giannis is going to end up going to Miami? Because I don't.
4: I think Giannis, I think Giannis is leaving. I, I, would, I would be more
2: likely to bet that he's leaving than staying. Okay, but don't you like? Think- I I I don't think with Miami no. being the lead choice. Yeah, I don't, do you think Miami's is lead choice, or do you think that Golden State's the lead choice?
4: No, it, it's got to be the Warriors. Yeah, and that just kind of tells you. I mean, there's no like real like I don't know who the Giannis reporter is. Like, like Windhorse is LeBron's guy, and so mm-hmm. is Dave McMenamin. Like, I don't know who Giannis's guy is, but there's going to be some sort of leaks in the next year so. I know we're getting a little bit off the Gordon Hayward stuff now. But there's got to be something like some sort of leaks in the next year about what Giannis wants. Is it the money? Is it the chance to win? Is it to play with his buddies? And like in terms of Gordon Hayward here, he seems super happy. So I don't know why he would go to Miami unless it's for money, which he could probably get very similar money, if not less in Miami. Probably mm-hmm. as good of a chance to win here in Boston as Miami. And so like – like John Hollinger pointed out in the piece, like the reason Al Horford opted out and then took less money was because he was probably unhappy playing with Kyrie Irving, and like that is a scenario you rarely ever see in the NBA.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: Gordon Hayward's not doing that; he's not that unhappy here. Danny Ainge is like yeah. his pet; like Danny Ainge loves Gordon Hayward. He's going to do what he can to keep him here, yeah. and like and I think they threw out an extension of like a hundred million dollars for three or four years, mm-hmm. just tax years, the final year of this. What thirty-five million dollars left in the deal? Mm-hmm. They could do that, but I don't know. To sum up my long, lengthy answer, I've been rambling. My God, um, right. I would say I'd say Miami, no, do not go after Gordon Hayward. He's not worth thirty million dollars in any team. He's not the he's not the piece that puts you over the edge. That's Giannis. Give me three guys at ten million dollars a piece as opposed to Gordon Hayward for thirty.
2: Well, I think that I mean, look, if if Giannis leaves and If you're right, and he does, and he goes, and everybody's thinking he's going to go to the Warriors. I would think that the Celtics and the Heat, yeah, the Raptors are still in there too, I guess. But Celtics, Heat, and then the Nets, when they get Kevin Durant back and you have Kyrie Irving healthy, those are the four teams. But even then, if the Nets, as much as I think the Nets are good, if it's just those two, I think that the Eastern Conference is wide open. Between those teams and the Sixers, if they can figure their shit out, they have the talent, at least, I don't know if they can all mesh. But it's it's like it's a competitive conference, but there's no one favorite. Where right now you look at it and it's the Bucks, head and shoulders of everybody else. As much as they think they're beatable, they are okay. the clear favorite. Next year we don't know what Kevin Durant looks like necessarily. Is he going to be seventy-five percent of what he was? They'll be good. They'll be contenders to win the conference and maybe win the finals. But they're not a lock by any stretch. So if Hayward goes right. to the Heat, that could swing things. That that could seriously hurt the Celtics, and it could seriously help the Heat. Not going to put them over the top, but I think that yeah, you're right. If you can get Giannis, go for it. If you think there's any you know, some semblance of a chance, do it. But I just don't think there is. I think he's he's either Milwaukee or he's Golden State. I don't know who else is in the running right now, but it seems like to me, I would think it's just those two. You think there's no and chance if, of them saying uh,
4: Milwaukee? I, I wouldn't say no chance, but like I think if there were three teams you would say are the contenders, number one would probably be Golden State. Mm-hmm. Two, I mean, seems to be Milwaukee and three, or two is probably Milwaukee, three Miami, like neck and neck. But it seems like Golden State is like, I don't know, clear-cut favorite seems to be the like correct choice of words, but like everyone's tying him there. Like The major <laughs> insiders are saying like they're going to make a run at him. Like If they knew... There was no chance, and he wanted to be there long term. They wouldn't throw out that possibility, right? Mm-hmm.
2: No, you're right. You're right. So, the, like, so let me ask you this then: If he goes there, because this is my, this is what I've been kind of wrestling with—is accepting Giannis going there. And Giannis is the guy who's been saying, "I don't like to train with other guys. I'm gonna play with, like, play against. Excuse me. They get he—he's not—he's not like that. He doesn't want to be buddy buddy with everybody. But if you go and do what everybody called the weakest move ever out of Kevin Durant. If you go and do the same exact thing and play with those three guys, Draymond being the third, who got bodied by Charles Barkley's highlight reel, how do you, how do you feel about Giannis at that point? Because I would lose a lot of respect if he went to Golden State.
4: Yeah, it would be a tough look for him. You know, Mr. Optics going away we'd probably say it would be very similar to Kevin Durant. But, you know, it's, it's a little bit different. Obviously, he never lost to them in the finals. After a heartbreaking loss, basically a choke job, and then realizing he could never get over the top against them, so it's a little bit different compared to Durant. But there is Yes, true, yeah, I, I could see him catching some 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 flack for that. I could see him catching some flack for that because he hasn't won one. He he probably will never win one in Milwaukee because how is he ever going to get a free agent to sign there? Like you need a legit number two in this league now. Like he doesn't have a. Does he even have an all-NBA player with him in Milwaukee?
2: No, he has, he has Middleton, who's an all-star. That's it.
4: Right. And I, 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 there was a stat about, like, the only players to ever lead their uh, their team to an NBA title in the last 30 years without a teammate as an all-NBA player was, like, Isaiah Thomas in the Pistons. Like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was, like, like in the last, <laughs> like, 30 kidding. years, it doesn't happen. It literally doesn't happen. There might be, like, one or two other guys, but it's, like, Isaiah and, like, maybe one other guy. You need two All NBA players to do something in this league. Milwaukee's not going to get that. I don't know how they get that.
2: See everybody, if you learn one thing, and make sure you teach the, the make sure the younger athletes are listening. If being an asshole pays off, because then you don't need that second superstar. Yes. Be buddies with your teammates and treat everybody else like dirt, and then you win, and and you don't have to deal with extra divas. But I think, yeah, it's look, it is definitely tough to go and get another superstar to go to Milwaukee and everything with how much Middleton's making and him probably thinking that he should be, you know, all NBA type guy and is a number two or what, he's their number two, whatever. I just, I, but I think, you know, when you look at Brooklyn and I get it, Kyrie is weird thing about it and Kevin Durant, I mean, as much as they're in New York, they're still the Nets and I, I know I cover them and everything, but I I don't look at the Nets as they've never been this destination type team and you were able to get guys to go there. I just think that with the right person there and the right guy committed to a team, then you can still get that second star. But Middleton's the – I think Middleton's more the problem so in a sense than necessarily the franchise. You know what I mean?
4: Yeah, I would agree with you there. Middleton's a fine player, but he's a number three. He's a number three on a legit title contending team, and that's so weird to say because, like, the Bucs are clearly the favorites in the East. Like, would have ran away with it, probably would have beaten the Celtics in, like, five or six games if those teams met in the Eastern Conference Finals, but we're literally saying, like, they're not good enough, they're not good enough, but they clearly were the, the top of the crop in the Eastern Conference and we're like, ah, you know, like, they're not good enough. All they have is Middleton. It's like, what they have in terms of the roster construction, like they're hitting threes, they get rebounds, they play super fast, they play defense,
2: but they just don't have that second star, so it's hard to buy into them. But you know, I think you, you're you, Celtics- I still think I still think they could contend for a title. I just don't you, I, you don't. I think it's I, I I think your point's valid, obviously, with the, the All NBA team and stuff like that, not having a second guy. Yeah. But I th- I don't I don't I'm not writing them off as you know. If play continued. It's the favorites are the Clippers, the Lakers, and them for sure. I'm, I
4: might even pick, you know, three teams in the West before I would pick Milwaukee to win uh, against a Western Conference
2: team. Who's the thirteenth? Don't tell me it's the Rockets. You've got to be kidding me. I'm
4: just kidding. The the Lakers and Clippers, though, if you put them in a series against the Bucs, you would probably pick both of them over Milwaukee. Correct.
2: I would. Te- yeah, I would tend to pick them over Milwaukee. Yes gun to my head. I, yeah, I picked the Clippers at the beginning of the season, so I think this is a perfect time to bring... Ma- one, one, one
4: quick question for Matt comes in. Who
2: is that third team in
4: the West? Lakers, Clippers, and then Denver? I'm not, Denver I'm, I'm, not picking,
2: the I'm not picking a third team. I wanted to know who you said you had a third team. So that's why I wouldn't know if you were picking the Rockets. It's def- no, definitely God, wouldn't be no, Denver. No. It, 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 it's clearly two, and, and there,
4: there isn't a third right now. I'm just trying to shit too much on Milwaukee, apparently. No, no, we kind no, of got away I, from the Gordon I, Hayward's
2: Story, Just yeah, it's a so it's one, per- perfect time oh, yeah. to bring Matt back in um, on this because now he's finally back from uh, from Market Basket. But I don't think I can uh, unmute his mic. He's What'd the president,
4: me? the president of the Gordon Hayward Fan Club.
2: I am stunned that you've checked in with us this quickly, Matt. I know you're you're kind of still on the move back from from shopping. What were you able to get? Everything that you needed?
3: Yeah, I had you know I was hungry. I was going I was going hungry. I had to go get some food. I, had, I I've been trying to avoid going to the supermarket at all costs, but I, I had to go and I had to go outside of my comfort zone. I'm not a market basket guy, but stop and shop just wasn't cutting anymore. They don't got anything. So really? Uh, yeah. They're, they're just limited on what they have, the selections market basket. It's pretty organized. And I, I didn't, I guess I didn't know that you had to wait in a line, like they only have certain amount of people go in at a time. Cause obviously uh... market basket is always packed, but stop and shop's not like that. So different format, Got caught in the line early on. So I just, I, yeah, I, was, I was out of my element. Let's just put it that way.
2: Yeah. You don't want to, I mean, it's, it's, it's weird. You don't expect how when, when it's barren at these places, it just changes your entire shopping experience. That's why you just got to go to Shaw's and Star Market all the time, right, Ty? And then you're all set.
3: You have to. Yeah, those yeah, are, for, always those not, are for free. It's, shelves are
2: it's, always, cool. it's
3: also now, it's just, it's also now like a, just a process. Like, it's crazy to think, like, you know, to go to a supermarket now how much of a process it really
1: is
2: Yeah. To get food no, food. it's it's, it's strange. I mean, try to like you said try to go less than you normally do but you kind of need to go more than usual because Yeah, you're you eating. Never, yeah, you're,
3: you're cooking for yourself now, you're not eating out. Never. Crazy. Never.
2: I mean, to try to to help some local businesses and get some delivery, but anyways, um, so I know that we I told you about the uh, what was it the Hayward stuff and Ty and I were talking about it a little bit. We got off the rails. What do you think about Gordon Hayward possibly going to Miami um, next season? Have fun. <laughs> so get you a, want them to not try and keep him?
3: Get a tan. You? No, you, I. No, I don't. I don't. I mean, if he stays, he stays. If he if he opts <laughs> in, there's nothing we can do. But if it was up to us, <laughs> sayonara. I don't want to pay that dude thirty million dollars anymore. I'm sorry, I don't. He's not a thirty okay. million dollar player.
2: So let me ask you this, though. If Giannis leaves, right, then yes. the Eastern Conference becomes, I mean, it's, it's not, I don't want to say wide open, but it's, it's it's competitive between about five teams, right? The Sixers, if they can figure it out, the Heat have proven that they're obviously legit. Um, the Nets, when Kevin Durant gets back, the Raptors, and then the Celtics. I would think that if Gordon Hayward leaves, yes, the Celtics will still be contenders, in the course of things, but it's going to hurt them big time. And looking at the finals picture of everything, whereas the Heat, that that definitely would improve their
3: stock. Do you or do you disagree? Well, all right. So why would it? Why would it decrease? Are you saying in the Eastern Conference, or you're saying in the whole picture? I would,
2: I would. I would say in if Hayward leaves, I think that hurts them in general. I still think they can win the East if Giannis leaves, but if they go to the finals and they don't have Hayward. I think that would hurt them pretty substantially, based on the way well, the well, West is
3: built. All right, but what's what's Hayward bring to the table if you're facing someone in the West? What does he do?
2: He brings you another scoring option. He brings you another playmaker. Uh,
3: yeah, not not that you can count on.
2: Not to, I'm not talking. Gordon, okay. Gordon
3: Hayward exposes bad teams. He it's not like he, who's been balling against the, the top teams. It's it's the three guys. It's it's mm-hmm. Tatum Brown and oh Tatum Kemba and Brown. That's it. I mean, he's I'm. I'm not saying Gordon Hayward's a bum, but I, I I just believe that if he does leave, one that opens a lot more money for you. But I, I I just don't see like in a series against the Lakers or the Clippers. I don't know what he's not checking Kawhi. He's not checking Paul George. He's no, he's not, not checking any of them, dudes.
1: But you so don't get is, that. I mean, you don't
2: get that same kind of cat. You do, The thing is though, you don't get that same kind of money that you would think you get because of him because of the way the Celtics are situated money wise. I, so, I, I get what you're saying. So you can't go and sign some other I, guy who. Maybe makes okay. half of what he makes, and I don't you don't know. have a you don't have a bench scoring option. Like, look, I'm, Hayward is not one of the top three guys right now. We're all in agreement on that. But he's as a fourth scorer, that's what that the issue the Celtics have is adjusting to what Hayward actually is, as opposed to thinking what he can be. So that's why I don't want to just say get rid of him. I'm surprised that you feel that way.
3: I'm saying if if he wants to leave, what are you gonna He's already has thirty million dollars. We gonna pay him more? Why would he leave? No, you
2: can't. No, you can, you can already pay so him more than than the Heat can, my, no matter what.
3: Okay, so that's my point. My point: if he wants to leave and go get more money, I wouldn't fight for that. What the hell? I don't want to pay him more than we're already we're already wasting money on him anyway.
4: <laughs> so one of the things that Hollinger, Hollinger and J King throughout uh, Matt was that they would add three more years. To the, like I think Hayward has what one year, thirty five million left on his deal. And they proposed giving him a three-year, $60 million extension on top of that. Basically, it's a four-year, $95 million deal for Gordon Hayward to keep him in Boston for four yeah. more years. What would your uh, reaction be to
3: that? Uh, he's going to throw up. He's going to throw up. I'm out. I'm out. Why? I'm I'm <laughs> <out>. Why?
4: Four <laughs> Why? years, Why we, four years of Hayward for $25 million per year.
3: I'm done. He, he's not getting better. It's not like he's going to get better. He's already – what is he? How old is he? 29, 30? How old is he?
2: 29, 28, I think.
3: Yeah, he's – I mean, he is who he is at this point.
2: I'm done waiting
3: for him to be old Gordon Hayward. I don't think it, – it's 30. about. It's about Tatum. It's about Brown. It's about – those are your two pillars. We've always talked about this on this podcast. Those are the two pillars you mm-hmm. build around them. And obviously, Kemba is an important piece right now. But obviously, after his four years, are up with us. You know, he's going to be on his back nine. Um, right. But it's, it's about putting pieces around them, not Gordon. I'm, I'm all set with Gordon. Gordon came in here, you know, a couple years ago, a few, a few years ago, I should say. And, yeah, he was going to be your centerpiece. But it's not it's, that's not the case anymore. Jason mm. Tatum is going to be the superstar of this team, and Jalen Brown could be the other pillar. And then you just got to find another, a third piece. I don't th- I don't believe that's Gordon Hayward. I, really I
2: think if you lose him for this one year next year, especially if Giannis leaves – to go to go to the Western Conference specifically, that will set you back for that one okay, year.
3: Okay. But my, my my only argument to okay, yes, I agree with that it would set you back. A year. But let's let's be let's be really honest right now. If Giannis goes to Golden State, yes, what the hell is the point about finding anybody for that year anyway? This is true.
2: Well, this is actually I mean, that's
3: very whatever true. Whoever the hell you bring in, you're not beating Giannis and the Splash brothers. Mm-hmm. And you're I'm not even gonna he... bring up Draymond Green because he said he's better than Charles Barkley, which is a joke.
2: He got bodied so, by the yeah. doc.
3: Screw him! <laughs> oh man, that's crazy. Cra- I mean, come on, bro. I can't even respect him anymore. Don't ever say you're better than Charles Barkley, bro. You can't do what Charles Barkley ever did. Come yeah. on. But anyway, was, Giannis was... and his flash brothers. I don't know. I don't know if you will find another three to compete with that.
2: So let me ask you this, Matt, because I was trying to get a uh, feel from Ty on this. Do you lose respect for Giannis? If he goes and joins them, because yes. it's not okay. Yes. See, thank you. Yes. Because I, I was like be, trying to, to fair, give it yeah. how it's
3: different than Durant, but no, how is it different than Durant? Only I go okay. Never mind. That's a stupid question. Because Durant lost to him and yes, should have beat them. Blah blah blah. But I to be fair though, I'll be fair and say, like, if you're going to if you're going to criticize Durant, you should cr- criticize Giannis. Not maybe not mm-hmm. the same level, but you should criticize him because. It's not like he's leaving some crappy Milwaukee team. They're the favorites in the East. Yeah, you know? I, I I lose and respect for him, Matt, because it's of all the stuff it, he said, right? It exactly. It's almost like yeah. you know me. It's crazy. Yeah, well, it's, well, it's because me and you talked about how much we love that. Like he, he's like a competitor. He's like he doesn't train mm-hmm. with other people. He's not boys with those guys. Like he's about his team, and that's it. Mm-hmm. I definitely lose respect if you go join. Stephen Clay, I mean, I just, you're joining just uh, two look. stars and you just, yeah, I don't know.
1: It's so a bad look.
4: let's take it back to the last dance. Like Michael Jordan clearly won titles like in the nineties and stuff. Let's say at the very end of his bull's tenure, he wants to go win without Jerry Krause. Like he's pissed at the bulls. Jerry Krause is pushing out Phil Jackson. Are we going to rip Michael Jordan for going to win somewhere else? Like there are other factors. To wanting to leave your team besides just going to win, like what if what if Giannis and the Bucks ownership have a terrible relationship? Uh, the head coach in Milwaukee, who is it? Um, Budenholzer. Like, th- like we don't. There's a lot of things we don't know. Like with Durant, with Durant, it was very transparent. Like he's only leaving because he could not get over the hump. That hump being the Golden State Warriors. Whereas Giannis, it's it's. I don't think he could ever win a title in Milwaukee. I don't think it's possible. So I it, for me, as a guy who believes that, I can't rip him for wanting to leave and win a title because I know it's impossible for him to win a title there. Kevin Durant was 48 minutes away from probably getting to the NBA Finals and then clearly doing it when he had the, the Cavs in the road. Mm-hmm. So like, there was multiple opportunities that he could have had to win a title where he was a game, two games away from doing it. He couldn't do it. Giannis has never been that close. And so I guess I'm kind of walking back my own opinion. I I, I can't rip Giannis. I can't do it. If he leaves and wants to win somewhere else, I I can't rip him
2: for it like I would See, it's different if he wants to just leave. Because if he wants to just leave and go, it would really suck if it was Miami where he picked to go. Because obviously that's where LeBron was. That would just – like come on, dude. You can't do exactly what that guy did. But But Miami does make sense for him right now. If he went there, then okay, and he wants to win. Then it bothers me a little bit less. But if it's Golden State, I mean, we're, we're talking about t- that's just giving up. I mean, it's basically saying I want this. It's like, it's like if you're a chick and you can't find the right guy the, your entire life, and then it's like, you know what? This guy's ugly. This guy is not funny. He's he's not really that smart, but somehow he has a shit ton of money. You know what? I'm going to marry him because I can be happy that way. And I, I'm just going to keep get a, your life on I that.
3: got a couple of things to go off what Ty said. Ty, so when you brought Jordan, though, The difference is Jordan won six rings with the Bulls. He didn't have to stay. He won. He got to the pinnacle. He could go with whatever the hell he wants. Giannis hasn't won anything. And then my other point to that is, though, Giannis really hasn't been there that long. I get what your point is. Like, you know, if you're with a franchise that can't get over the top, can't get over the top, can't get over the top or whatever, and they're not bringing in the right pieces, Giannis really hasn't been there, been at the top for that long. It's not like he's been to the final. He hasn't even been to the finals yet. So, I guess, right. like, if this was, like, three or four years down the road, he's been in the finals a couple times, can't get over the hump, can't get over the hump, can't get over the hump. Yeah, maybe, like, to your point, you know, you don't lose as much respect when he wants to go somewhere else. But I could also say, like, I don't know, you're kind of pulling a LeBron because Jordan didn't get over the hump for a little bit, and then he finally won. That's mm-hmm. I think that's – when I watch his documentary, that's – true. If people don't see that shit, like, if people don't understand, like, what Jordan went through to get to the top, that that's, like – Everything I want in a in a uh, a goat or a legend like that dude. Did, it's not like it was handed to him. Took he him forever. His ass. It took it took a. It's not like he came in. It was. Started he started in '84. And, and that's the problem I've had with LeBron. He's been dubbed the chosen one. I don't like that shit. I don't. I like people that work for their. And Jordan obviously was gifted. It's not like Jordan came in as a scrub. He was rookie of the year. Blah blah blah. But he had to learn how to win. He didn't. He didn't leave. He didn't escape. Like he he stayed with the team he was at. Obviously they brought in better pieces. Scotty got better, but he grew with that team and they finally won. And that mm-hmm. makes it real. Like when LeBron tweeted that bullshit about uh oh when Jordan was holding his first trophy, I know that feeling. I'm like, "Bro, like no, you don't know that feeling cuz you just went up and left and and joined two other superstars." Like come mm-hmm. on. Like that that's not how they like I don't know. If, if it's a little different, I mean, because when you look that. at
2: and as much as Scotty was an all-NBA guy, I mean, you look at his story, I mean, it's it's not at all the same. He's not, and and, and and I mean, I don't think Horace. I don't know Horace Grant's. I didn't look at his uh, his his stats out of college and everything, but it's just it's a it's different because they you got them through the draft, and, and you know what the other thing too when they they obviously started the doc with with the Kobe shit Matt, and I'm sure that you you have some thoughts on that. But when I look after seeing how how Kobe was portrayed, him and his relationship with Michael, and going back and watching what Michael said at the memorial service about Kobe. I, I'll tell you what. I honestly don't look at the conversation as LeBron versus Michael anymore, and it's not so much. It's not so much because of you know they're just different players. Michael and and, and Kobe were similar in their athleticism and their style of play. And I I I you're, I'm taking Michael Jordan over Kobe still, but I see the similarities in how you can compare them as much as it's close. There there's a lot of yeah, like I said they're I similar, mean, but but LeBron is physically. I would say he's more physically gifted, and it's different, and that's why I have a
3: hard time comparing them now. Physically gifted than Michael? I do think so. Yes. I mean, Michael. Michael was physically gifted, <laughs> wouldn't you say? Uh, yeah, but I said he's more physically I, gifted. Okay. Can, yeah, can, more, can Michael
2: but go but play linebacker
3: probably. in the in sport? In, in okay, thi- but I'm just saying, don't, like that? don't don't sell Michael short because his athleticism was off the charts. I don't. Did I LeBron's say okay? Okay, now right. okay. Did oh, I it, say it, Michael he, Jordan? He, yeah, oh, yeah, you know what? He's he's Michael not Michael short. What you're you're saying his body type. Yes, right. What did you say?
4: I'm saying LeBron James is the greatest athlete in the history of the world. Like, he is literally the most gifted athlete in the history of mankind. Exactly. Like, that's not selling Jordan Shore. Like, LeBron is literally uncomparable. Like, I think it's, you know, he literally – I don't know anyone you could compare him to. He is freak athlete, super strong, no body fat, crazy good mind. Like, it's not selling Jordan Shore. He just literally – LeBron is
2: superior in terms of an athlete. The mind stuff I'll question here and there. As much as yeah, I stuff I w I
3: wouldn't go with the mind stuff. You're talking but about his, his yeah. body. I'm talking you like measurables, I bet you I bet you Michael is, is more athletic than than LeBron is. Like talking about like uh vertical leap and how fat like a forty yard, whatever. My, I mean that's that's the thing, is that's why Michael was also so hey, prominent Matt, let me, back. Let then. me
2: let me ask you something, right? Yeah. Who can jump who can jump higher between me and you? Just, just who can jump me. higher between me and you? No, you can't. You've never yes. been able to jump higher than me. And no, you know, you can't. That's full, you're full of shit. Who's a better athlete,
3: though? I can't believe you just said you could jump higher than me. I think I might just hang up. What are you talking about? You know, I can jump higher than you.
2: Are you high right
3: now? I've always yeah, been able to I, jump high. I think okay. we need to. I, 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 can't, I, even, I can't have this conversation on that. You
2: are board. such a moron. Now, are you kidding is he me? Matt, yeah, what I, is he talking about? Is he bullshitting right now? Or what? Tie, no, I'm not bullshitting. Ty,
3: Ty, Ty, we can't have this conversation. Oh my God. I, this is unbelievable. I've literally never played ball with
4: you guys, and I have no idea. I have no idea who to believe. That that I can't, can't even get off athletes, the
3: fucking it, ground. It, I don't know what he's talking about. Okay. I I don't want to. When can you jump? All right. Let's Hey, listen. I don't I can't I don't want to argue over who can whatever. That's oh fine. my god. You want to do that. First that's first that's first ass. Th- you're talking about you're trying to tell me a baseball player has more athleticism like can jump higher than me. now. Oh, get the fuck out of here. Nah, now you're going nah. to <laughs> play that Ty. card? You're going to play that card. I don't I don't get it.
2: No, okay. Did I say I was Okay. See, but this is where he's get This is where you get This is where you're being an idiot cuz if you had just been patient and said, "Who's faster between the two of us?" Yeah, I, t- I know the answer to that. Just like I can jump higher than you. You I cannot can... jump higher than me. This is unbelievable. Matt, yeah. could you ever dunk? We need a combine yes. day. Since
3: when? Could, could you? Yes. Hell no. I've never seen you dunk in my life. <laughs> when have I seen uh, you dunk in my life? I didn't know you could touch rim. Hit up, hit up anybody on our team. On our team? From yeah, high school? Go, you... Call out. Let's get Josh on the pod. Ask him if he could. I've never seen you dunk. And that doesn't matter, I'm shorter than you too, and I can jump higher than you. By so a fucking matter? inch. Come on, bro. Like, By like an it's, inch. Not even, it's not even close. Let's it's not let's rich. not compare that. Oh my God. First of all, first of all, could you be more sensitive about this too? No, my I'm God. just saying, I'm not I don't I, I'm not the one that wanna argue. I just said I would hang up so we don't have to argue about this because it's not even an argument. Okay.
2: Well, either way, my point was so Michael can jump higher than LeBron. Well, I don't know their verticals. We'll say, for the sake of argument, that they can. Um, Michael's a freak athlete. Well, who's going to who's, who's physically freak. stronger? Wow. You LeBron, think?
3: Yes, I get it. I, I won't go there I, with that because I learned to piss you I, off I with just, that too. I just get I don't I don't I guess I don't like when everybody talks about LeBron. I I'm not arguing that LeBron isn't more of a like Ty said. I think he is the, like the craziest specimen on this earth. I'm just saying I, I hate when people sell Jordan short because I don't think they realize how much of a freak that dude would be even if he played in the league today because that's like the whole argument I hear for the LeBron uh, talk stupid. suckers. They, they you know, they say, oh, well, you know, Michael played against uh, all these unathletic dudes and all this stuff. I'm like, dude, Michael could play against any of the guys in this era. He's, he's as athletic or more than probably 90% of the guys that play in the league now.
2: So you think that's what I was going for when I said LeBron was a better athlete? This is see now this is why when you you have to consider the source, Ty, because he's getting up. This is the same person that got upset you, about the jumping. He's, he's clearly you, delusional. How
3: am I delusional? <laughs> you
2: praise LeBron, but why do I about, like sell him
3: short as an athlete? No, LeBron I'm saying like people that. sell Michael short. That's what I'm saying. That's you all i been it. hearing. That's ahead, all I'm hearing. Ty, what, what hearing. were you gonna all say? Time I listen, people.
4: They. They sell Jordan's era short. They're like, oh, Jordan played against plumbers, and like this clown Nick Wright, like needs to like get his license removed by the FCC. Uh. Nick Wright is on the there on Sirius XM this weekend. I think it was on Friday talking about. He's like, oh, well, why are people saying that the only sport in the history of the world that has gone backwards and athleticism is the NBA? Everyone's saying that if Jordan was in today's game, he would score fifty or sixty a game, which is what his agent David Falk said last week. And so Nick Wright's responded to that. He's like, why do people think that, like, the game of basketball has gone backwards? Like, is it the only sport in the entire world in the history of the world where athleticism and competition and skill level have all gone backwards? And I'm thinking, I'm like, no, the skill level hasn't gone backwards, you idiot. They focused their talents in different areas. Mid-range was a focus. Getting to the line was a focus. Putting guys on their ass when they got to the rim was a focus. They weren't... Worried about efficiency and only shooting threes and layups, like I think players should do if they're good at it. But my point is that Nick Wright and these guys who think LeBron would dominate the eighty and Jordan would suck now
2: are completely wrong. I don't think either are right. I I think okay. The thing with well, okay, so Nick right's Nick Wright's an idiot. First of all, we've we've deciphered this. The fact that he's getting brought up, I mean, he's look. Yeah. LeBron would do exceptionally well in this era because forget the the way the game has changed and how guys get prepared. The way the refs call the game now, he would take full advantage of it. He'd draw fouls left and right and he'd be at the line. He'd have no problem getting offense. And he got, we saw, he was getting his ass, he was getting his ass beat constantly all the time. So it's a little bit, it's a little bit different. Like the way it's called, I don't understand how it, it's not. It's the talent, the, the offensive talent has gotten better through the years. That's why guys say all the time that you know that there are other players who couldn't has play in the though? league now. You, so? said, I mean, you like have you have said that yourself? The shooting smarter. has gotten better. The, the shooting shoot, has. The shooting.
4: Got, right, like my whole point though, like w- this goes back to the root of like the efficiency stuff with Jordan. Like Jordan didn't shoot threes because it wasn't a part of the game like they just instituted the wine like it was very new there wasn't uh, an emphasis an emphasis on efficiency so if Jordan would grew up in today's game he would be a better shooter because he's focusing 10,000 hours of his freaking life on shooting threes like Mm -hmm. there are different avenues to become a better shooter it's not just growing up in the era it's spending time and having the knowledge like Jordan would focus I'm becoming a three point shooter. He would, he would still do the mid range stuff, but like, yeah, I think a lot of guys would
2: have changed 30
4: years ago would be fine. Now. I don't think that like Nick Wright can like, and anyone else that can say that like, Oh, well, you're, you're not going to be as good. If you're an '80s player, if you're in now, like that's just too simple to me. That's too, that's too like X's or ones. And like, it's too binary
2: to me. There's a lot of
4: nuance there.
2: Matt, Matt, before you say your piece on this subject, does does it feel like Ty is going back on a take that he had a while back, or is it just me?
3: The mid range take? I'm not. No, no,
2: no, no, no. I mean, it just feels like he he's he has shit on basketball from the 80s, maybe as far back as as recent as last episode, and now he's changed his tune. Am I wrong?
3: It sounds like
2: it. Uh, okay. Historical thank you. context historical context i'm just what saying i, I, I the think these guys can play now for sure now. i've said it i've said it a million times you give them the, the training stuff that these guys have now they would all have it and larry bird would be way better than what like, people always want to compare him to luka Doncic. he'd be way better than that right now like it wouldn't even be freaking close because he, yeah. he would have all this other shit but um i i i totally lost where the hell we, we, we were going with that i'm sorry matt i i didn't know what you i think i cut you so, off
4: the conclusion
2: is Nick Wright's a jackass. That's basically what it is.
3: Matt, do you contest that? Uh, I don't. Honestly, though, it's been nice. I actually haven't l- heard Nick Wright say anything in a in a long time. I don't no, know it's really. It. I, think I, I think I blocked him. I don't. Or something. I don't know.
2: That's smart. Should, That's smart. Should we what? invite Nick Wright on next week's show? I yeah. would. I would rip him apart. He would last five minutes on the show. He'd, he'd be like, "Why am I even on here? You guys don't want to hear me I talk." I'll try to fight him. You know who I can't stand though less than Nick, more than Nick Wright. I, who I dislike more than Nick Wright, though, is Jay Williams. He, I just, this guy is just like the stuff now with Kevin Durant. He talked to Mark Burman of
3: the New York. Post. Wait, I'm sorry. I, you said Jay Williams, right? Yes. Please go off on him because I, I honestly, I'm sick of him. I can't Not to be one
2: confused one with Jason Williams, formerly of the Brooklyn Nets no, that's or Jason Williams, who Matt loves of White the chart. Grizzlies and the Kings. Um, I'm talking about the, Jay Williams. The guy that killed his limo driver. That was the Nets. Jay, Jason Williams. There's two Jason that's Williams, right, yes, right. not 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 um not white chocolate. He's not we're all good chocolate. with him. Yes, white chocolate's good. Everybody, all the other Williams. Eh. So this Jay Williams of ESPN is now telling Mark Berman of the New York Post that it's not fair to to think that Kevin Durant is going to be able to come back and put him in the postseason. It's not fair. I cannot take like Jay Williams is not. He's he's an entertainer. He's an analyst. He's not a journalist. I understand he's kind of in that position, but he that's not what he is, and I understand that. But at the same time, could you make it le- a little less obvious that you are boys with Kevin Durant? Try to be objective at times, but no, every single time he's just he's just latching himself on to. You know what? Actually, in fairness to Jay Williams, he's doing what Windhorse did. He's doing what Nick Wright did now with LeBron James, or is doing now with LeBron James. He's trying to build his profile up by getting tight to this one guy, and then, and then from there, you're going to be able to say whatever the hell you want. I'm sure in five years, if Jay Williams is still in this business, if someone is in a position like Kevin Durant is right now, he will be shitting on them, saying they're soft, saying guys wouldn't have done this back in their day. But no, he's carrying Kevin Durant's water. I don't know why. I mean, does Durant really need Jay Williams' help? And all this shit. Come on. So it's just,
3: I'm tired of it. Just stop acting like and play preach, a lot. preach, preach. I baby. can't take preach. it, dude. Hey, dude, I, he is, just, he, on ahead. first take tie. I really want to punch him in the face. Like, he's like, I don't know what it is. He's like a, and I get it. Maybe it's just like a whole stick. I, I know he's part of Durant's thing, but like with the LeBron oh. thing now, I don't know if they like tell him to go into the show and do it. But like, I watch his face and I'm like, bro, what, what's his deal? He's never he always. You, he's not always been like that. That. Thank you. That's
2: my biggest right? issue. You have he's not always news, been like he's this, Jay. Like,
3: he's like Max Kellerman of that show now. You were good. On. Been like he was good for a while. I'm like what? What's he? What's he been saying? Like he what's just, the most every, in, every like they'll inflammatory statement? About about the, they'll talk about the document. Um. Yeah. Like the thirty. I'm uh, not thirty. <laughs> the Jordan stuff. And You're he'll just doctor. he'll just go on about like he's pretty much so far up LeBron's ass. And Durant, he's coming out their mouth, like, because he's like, oh, uh, I saw him like tweet something the other day. You know, you know who the guy um, in the doc? My memory sucks. Who was the guy car- covering Jordan in the finals on the Suns? Oh my I'm, God, I'm so yes. bad! I'm terrible with names. I Venice know what you're Dembo. About. Venice Dembo tweet about this afterwards. telling me who it was, but I, yeah. I literally for the life of me, because he obviously wasn't like this big name player on the Suns, but he was a good defender, uh, and I think it was Jay Williams. He was right. like. Rick he was Chapman? A- no, it wasn't Rex Chapman. I'll find no, it. Go ahead. No. Anyway, I think it was Mark. I think it was Mark something. But anyway, he said, oh, what would LeBron and Durant do to this guy? If, and You know what I'm saying? It's like – Perk like, said yeah, the same w- thing too. Who? Perk did it too. Yeah. Per- All right. So both of them did it because on the show, like, he was just kind of like – everything MJ has done in this documentary, he's just been like, oh, LeBron and, and Durant, like, what would they do in that era? It's like, dude, what? What? <laughs> What, yeah. How far? Uh, the, he's so far up their ass. He's coming out their mouth. That's that's it's crazy. He's like, it's it's one thing to have a, a stance on thump, something, but he's so asinine yeah. in what he's saying and defending it. It's like I can't even. I I, I cringe watching. It. I can't listen to him anymore. I'm done with him. What were I'm you done? To say Ty? Kirk brought up Dan Marley. Yeah, Dan Marley. Yes, that's that's, that's, that's who, who was. it was. That's who it was. Kirk who it was. He was Dan like a third physical defender. I you know it's – You know what's crazy, though, too, Ty, sorry to cut you off, is when you watch those finals, like, I hope other people, too, that are listening to the show, like, watch how physical guys were on the ball. Like, you can say, oh, watch LeBron and Durant. You can't even do that to LeBron and Durant. Like, they hand-check at half court. (laughs) It's like Mm -hmm. you're playing against a cornerback in the NFL, like, two hands. In the NBA now, one hand, that's a foul. Like, Mm -hmm. it's so different. It was so different back then. The thing
2: that with when when I watched these docs, and I already we already knew from from just history and everything. I did not know about the Drexler one as much. Um, but when you look at the guys that Michael had to beat to win his title, like that the Celtics had it in in the eighties where they had to deal with the Sixers and they had to deal with the Pistons. The Lakers had the Celtics they had to deal with on their own, and of course Hakeem later on and all these different things. But in general, you look at Jordan. He had to beat Chuck. He had to beat Patrick Ewing in the Knicks year you know, for quite a few times, and then he has to go and beat um, the uh, freaking Clyde Drexler. He had he beat the best guys for the most part that were around at that time. So that's why, to me, I feel like that's kind of what shows he's better than LeBron. It's like you, LeBron's not necessarily doing that. He has to team up with a guy like Dwayne Wade and obviously Chris Bosh to go and do that. That's where. Like that, to me, I think like, before I talk about style of play and how I don't like comparing it because they are different. I think looking at it now, it's like if you want to compare them to me, that's one of the most important things. LeBron, Michael made it where certain guys could not get rings that were studs back then. Patrick Ewing never won one like one of the all time greatest centers in the history of the league, like never came close, like ever nope. came close. Nope. He was only when Michael was out of league that he, had, that he had a chance. That was it. Yeah. I know like the Pacers, the Pacers and Reggie Miller like kind of came a little bit on the back end of
4: Jordan, but they never won. Like those never are some won, damn yeah. good Pacer teams that were meeting the Bowl Eastern
2: Conference Finals. Chuck mm-hmm. was great. Never won one. Never won one. Yep. Know? Exactly. So that's why I went. So that's a, for me, that's a big thing because there are a lot of stars. There are quite a few stars now that have still won during LeBron's era. I know they guys did in the early half of Michael's career, but I mean, it was for the most part, three teams in the course that he just, just the, the bulls were not there yet, but when they hit their stride, you know, LeBron has hit his stride. He has not prevented a lot of, there've still been plenty of guys who did it. And, and same thing too. You throw Kevin Durant in there. Kevin Durant is an obviously an amazing scorer and all these different things, but, like, he's not in he's not in that conversation. So that's why when Perk brings him up or, or Jay Williams, Park's getting on my friggin' nerves. As much as he does stuff for the station, yeah, he's Perk, starting
3: to get Perk's getting yeah, Park's Perk, flipping too. He's just like now he's like talking about like LeBron as the he's the goat of off the court athlete. Oh and, and you not know what? Too. That's and you know what that like not to get into politics. Like, yeah, LeBron does a good job. But like I respected what Michael said. Like I don't think it was the best thing he's ever done, but like when you honestly don't know what you're talking about, sometimes Saying nothing is the right thing to do. Yep.
2: No, when if you he, don't know he, what you're talking about, definitely. If right
3: he's well. being honest. If he's being honest. If he really mm-hmm. didn't know the guy. And I get it. The other guy was like a, a real racist. Like, you know, like, so obviously it, it looks bad, but I, I do respect him being open and honest about all that stuff. Um, yeah. You know, because, and and I thought the craziest thing about this, uh, the last couple episodes too, was like, the fame just like got to him and he didn't like it. And I, I put myself, I try to put myself in his shoes, like. People want that stuff, but that's like suffocating. Like he he enjoyed just being in his hotel room alone because he could get to be alone for thirty minutes or whatever the hell it was. Like it just it's kinda it's kinda crazy. Yeah. Well to go back to park's comment, how do you say that when you know Bill
2: Russell and Muhammad Ali did all the stuff they did and Jackie Robinson for that matter too? What he what he went through. So it's like you can't. I mean LeBron's done a lot of good stuff. And when you look at guys who've been so as far as we all know, squeaky clean in the public eye. Yeah, LeBron is a great example of that. Um, but he's also, but that's because of what other guys did before him. So that's why you can't, that, that's a stupid conversation that Perk's trying to have. It's not about being a goat; I, I missed miss the comment from Perk. What did he say about LeBron? Oh, he said that LeBron's the goat off the court of all no, athletes. Yes, he tweeted that out. Yes. Yes. So I would take Smush Parker off the court over LeBron James. (laughs) My God, what an idiot. He's talking about like the stuff for like what he does for like the community and those sorts of things.
4: He might do some stuff. I mean like, but he's going to tell you he does not That's the problem I have (laughs)
1: LeBron will
4: tell you he does all the good shit. It's like, I I don't want to, I don't want to complain about LeBron, but like, where was he for the first three weeks of this COVID-19 stuff? He's in the, he was in probably the second worst location in California this and he didn't say a damn thing about it for like three weeks so this guy's supposed to be the greatest guy off the court you think Muhammad lee and all these great guys that, that do social justice work and use their platform for good would have sat around for three weeks and the same guy who praised china for their communist bullshit like kendrick perkins is high what is he talking about
2: Kendrick's got, drinking that same juice that that um Jay Williams is, I think, it's just a slightly different flavor. He's mixing a couple because he's getting on both of them. In the same thing, he's and he put Paul Pierce. Like, I, look, I love Paul Pierce, and but to put him in the top five small forwards of all time conversation, yeah, that's that's wild. That's, <laughs> that's em, wild. That's embarrassing. That's, that's embarrassing. It's am- bad. Like I, I love him, but no, you can't do that. Um, we gotta but- work on the show. That, that guy is just saying some like dumb stuff. Like Paul Pierce, top five shooting guard or small forward. Of all time? It's bad. It's really bad. I mean, but it's his perk. He's hey, he's getting – that's why he gets talked about. But looking at the doc, bef- before we wrap things up, I know we've, we've touched on it quite a bit here. But the big – I'm curious what the big thing was for you guys. But seeing what the Jordan Rules book was about because we knew so – yeah, Ty was, thought the wild. Jordan Rules was – about the refs. We saw the first doc where the Jordan rules or in the doc. The first time Jordan rules get brought up, it's about the Pistons and what their rules are in defending Jordan. Then we find out the book that Ty has is actually about the rules of playing with Michael Jordan and what you had to deal with all the bullshit. I was most stunned about, I had no idea that, they, that his teammates, I was always wondering, why is, did Horace Grant not stay with the Bulls past that? And guys are saying he got jealous. He didn't like being behind Mike. And, and, and it just shows you, if that's the case, how amazing Scottie Pippen is and how why I have so much respect for him. Scottie's like, the OG. You, I mean, to be a Robin like that is ridiculous. That's that, that like, that, that takes swallowing quite a bit of pride. And again, when you talk about the selfishness that we've touched on, it bothers me less than him, than it does with most people, as much as he was being selfish because of that. But the Horace Grant shit, the fact that those guys think he was the rat for that book, that's, dude, that's got to suck. I mean, I don't know if he is the only one. BZ Armstrong didn't seem to think so, but he had to have contributed a little bit, don't you guys think? That's a real small room. Those
4: guys all talk to, to this day. And they, they knew probably instantly, like, who's talking to Sam Smith? Like, like Jordan might have a little bit, but, like, who's telling him these details? They probably, you know, three or four guys. Nowadays, you would have a group chat. It'd be super easy to. But I guarantee they were all calling each other up. Like, who's talking to Sam Smith? Who's talking to Sam Smith? It's probably very easy to point out, you know, after a, uh, elimination, uh, eliminating some people who would talk to him. Because some guys don't ever talk to the media, and some guys buddy up to the media. So, I'm sure it wasn't hard to figure out it was Horace. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Snake. So you, yeah, so you think he was, too. What was your big takeaway, Matt, and all
3: this? Uh, I think I, mean, I, think I already kind of mentioned it, like, just how mm. – I mean, obviously the gambling thing was, too, was kind of crazy. Because actually when I really look at it, I think he's being honest when he says he has, like, he's not a gambling problem, it's a competitive problem. Because for a guy, like, that's that good at his craft, like when you're playing other things like golf, like what gets the best out of him? He just wants to, it's money. He wants mm-hmm. to take your money. That's what, that's what are crazy, it wasn't like he wanted to win. Like he already had millions of dollars. He just wanted to take your money. <laughs> and the way yeah. he said it like that, I was like, he really just has like a real competitive ass problem. Yeah. Um, it's crazy. Yeah, I thought that, 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 was that was up there. I, I mean, obviously I was kind of emotional at the Kobe part. Mm-hmm. Um, Just cause I, I, it's just crazy to think that he's actually gone, but um. I don't know. I just, I, I thought overall, again, it's been, it's been a pretty good document and I, 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 I will be sad when it's over. That's for sure. Ty, um, anything that you're looking for
2: from neck for next week's one. So that would be seven and eight. I would like to see more about Jerry Reinsdorf. He's getting a pass oh. in
4: this whole thing. Like, <laughs> Agreed. Agreed.
1: It's not, yes.
4: It's not, it's not, not going to happen. Like this guy is, an abysmal owner he is a <laughs> worthless piece of, he's he's a worthless piece of shit like he is literally sitting there he uh, okay probably when the time that he filmed all these scenes of the last dance he didn't know jerry Krause was dead it was probably before that when jerry kraus died in like what 2017 2018 but he is literally sitting there t- putting it all on jerry You own the fucking team, you moron. (laughs) If you didn't want Phil Jackson to go, you get rid of Jerry Krause or you say, I sign your paychecks, you asshole. I want the most successful coach in the history of this city to stay and you're going to be gone. And Jerry Jerry Reinsdorf acted like he had no had like no power in this whole thing. He's like, oh well, you know Jerry Krause and Phil had a little bit of an issue, and then <laughs> you know, and 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 Jordan was you know kind of doing his own thing, and and Scotty we had him on the eight year deal, so we're not going to repay him. Because, it's like you moron, you have the greatest franchise in at, up to that point in the history of sports, probably without considering the Celtics, whatever the different era. It's a different debate there, but. Jerry Reinsdorf actually like had no control over the end of the Bulls dynasty and it's all on Jerry Krause. It's all on Jerry Reinsdorf. I don't care about Jerry Krause. This, this guy, Jerry Krause was a guest fan for Jerry Reinsdorf and Jerry Reinsdorf was a doormat and let it all happen. It, so for him to sit wow. there and be like, oh, well, you know, it was Jerry Krause that ended the dynasty. No, motherfucker. It's all on <laughs> you. It's on you. You went for cheap. You ended, the, you ended the dynasty too early. You fired Phil Jackson. You hired a cheap-ass, unproven head coach in Tim Floyd. You got rid of Michael Jordan. You drafted early in the draft Tyson Chandler and Eddie Curry. They flamed out. You were okay with selling out the United Center for five, five straight years before you fired Tim Floyd's ass. And so for you to sit up there on your high horse, act like you did nothing with the end of the Bulls dynasty, blows my mind and I know this is a pro Michael Jordan documentary and Jerry Krause is dead. So I know that there's nothing that's going to shit on Jerry Krause going for fo- Jerry Reinsdorf going forward. It's all on Jerry Krause
3: because a man can't defend himself. He's dead. Mm-hmm. If if you, it's if so mad, it's all on Reinsdorf. It's not I, Krause. I, I think you make, I think you make a good point. Like if, if he was a good owner, obviously, listen, I, I think Krause gets, like, after I've been watching this, Krause made a lot of great moves. Yeah. You know, he was good at what he did. But when, if you're an owner, once you saw his ego take over, you got to get his ass out of there. Like, because at the end of the day, who's more important, yeah. Jerry Krause or Michael Jordan? Or Jerry right. Krause or Scottie Pippen? Like, dude, you're an ass. You're – that. I mean, the ownership is a joke. Like, you, thing Phil totally Jackson, right. too. More important. Yeah, it's Phil Jackson, too. Right. Yeah, like 100%. Yep. Those three guys were
2: what you needed. Krauss was important in all of it, but you needed to keep those three together if you wanted to keep it going. Yeah. And you once there was the a the the
3: divide, get rid of get rid of Kraus. Sorry.
2: Ty, you're wrong. so right on this because when I look at this doc, it's like, you know, we all look at Kraus. Reinsdorf, I knew you had a problem with Reinsdorf. I knew other people had a problem with Reinsdorf from, from Chicago. And it's, an, it's honestly, the owner. He sucks. Yes, and it after the worst owner in I've owner like, eh, he's fine, whatever. Yeah, he's not as bad as everybody makes him out to be. No, you're right. He in the end, you just think about it like a, if you have a brain and you think about it. He's as much to blame as Krauss, if not more so. Oh, wow. This, I think there's a healthy exercise for all of us. Um, it's frustrating because it's like this, not, this whole <laughs> Michael Jordan
4: documentary is like not the truth. It's like 100% from like the reign of Michael Jordan. He's mm-hmm. the executive director of The Last Dance. This is the story Michael Jordan wants you to hear about how the Bulls dynasty ended. It's not right. the truth. Though a uh, lot of it's factual and it's truthful. Mm-hmm. But like, there, this is not told from an objective point of view. This is from Michael Jordan, who like is the executive
2: director. This is his life story,
4: and he wants it to be told a certain way. And he's it's going to have it told more, that way.
2: It's definitely more Michael Doc. But I mean, Michael was the Bulls. But yeah, it's definitely definitely a slant towards him. It would be interesting if Cross was still alive. I wonder how. I right. wonder if like, that's why he was open to it, too. But
4: one, one more big question that I have is Jason here the guy who is the director of this uh, Last Dance documentary, who, by the way, is from Canton Mass. So I'd love to get him on EEI or on the podcast. Mm. But Jason is a director, and, and I dug up his timeline from like – he doesn't tweet all that often, so it's not like he did like a bunch of homework on him. But if you go to his timeline, someone asked him about, did Michael Jordan's father, was he killed because of Jordan's gambling issues? And he basically replied to that guy and said, like, that is patently false. He was mm. not murdered because of the gambling stuff. That will be coming out in the 2018 documentary. That wow. was three or four years ago when he was asked about it. And huh. now the documentary's been pushed back to now. And now we're seeing halfway through what's going on. So yeah. we, have four, we have four episodes to figure out if, or to really see if this documentary, Jordan, the executive docu- the producer of the documentary, if his father was murdered because of his gambling stuff. You think yeah. It's gonna happen. No fucking chance.
2: It should. No. I, I don't think it will, but that now's the time to do it. They went into it more than I thought they would have last episode. It wasn't a lot, but it was more than I would have thought. This is these next two are where to do it. All right. We if there's nothing else that you guys take from this episode, it's that
3: I jumped the, higher than Matt, no matter what and, he says. And, and we will talk. Well, and, go ahead, Matt. And oh, actually, Ty, I wanted to read you this before we left. This is this is from one of our teammates from high school. He said, uh, I asked him, I said, "I said, do you think Nick could jump high in high school? He goes, laugh my ass off. He could not jump higher than you. I think I saw him touch the rim once. That's He's so, so full of shit. He sweat your fucking dick, yeah. that's why. That's full, You're hey, full hey, bullshit. Hey, I'll go out and fucking. That's what I told no, you we'll, we'll, we'll,
2: we'll make a fucking video <laughs> next time you come back here. How's that sound? I'll fucking out jump you right now. I don't fucking care. So full shit. <laughs> Let's see. This is a bunch uh, of bullshit. We'll talk to you guys next
3: week. I told you. What it do, baby? Yeah, yo, what know? I'm just trying to be alright with it. Yeah. I'm just trying to be alright with it. Yeah. I'm just trying to see the light in it. Mm-hmm. I think we should take a ride with it. Yeah. I'm just trying to spend the night with it. Yeah. I just wanna be alright with it. I'm just trying to see the light in it. Mm-hmm. I think we should take a ride with it. Hey, I got no resolutions, I
1: for... This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy